Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Sorry this is delayed. I had every intention of getting this out to you on Tuesday. However, I chose to hang out with my friends and my family this weekend. It was a holiday weekend. It was a long weekend. And I was not home for most of it. So here we are. Obviously, we're not going to miss a week. So of course, you're still getting one. And it's Thirsty Thursday. So we're just going to celebrate the same. Make a margarita, okay? Let's have a good time. We have a lot to catch up on. This weekend, so this weekend was, Romeo was with her dad, and then it was also his holiday, so I just got her back, today's Wednesday, when I'm recording this, and I just got her back this evening. It was amazing, I missed her so much, guys. (laughs) So this weekend was kind of lonely. I ended up hanging out just with my brother, which was so fun. I always have a blast, so that was good. Missed my babe. So happy that she's home. We're going to have a blast tomorrow. Anyways, let's catch up. I have a hot take for you. Okay, I also... Pause. I also know I said I was going to do a conspiracy theory. However, I have solicited for y'all to send in conspiracy theories. And y'all deliver. Trust me. However, I don't want to get too, like, religious or political on here. So we're just going to put that on the back burner. uh, Because all the fun ones are just extremely controversial. (laughs) So... We're going to take a pause there, so we're going to just switch it out with some hot takes and some updates. So, first hot take, um, love, mm, okay, it obviously exists, however, it's more about compatibility than it is anything else nowadays, and I believe that every single person has the one that got away. I know that's shitty, I know that's a hot take. However, I do believe it. Love is more about compatibility. And a lot of the times, compatibility changes, right? Like, you're with someone for so long, you get used to your routines, and then your mindset changes, or, like, your wants and goals and hopes and dreams change, and boom, all of a sudden, the compatibility is no longer there, and your relationship fails. Anyways, we're getting started on, obviously, a sad note. (laughs) But, like, I feel like that's so true. Let me know if you agree with me. Because, obviously, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I fall in love with in four seconds, okay? Obviously. Like, duh. That's the only fun way to do it. However, just because you love someone doesn't mean you should be together. Because your lifestyles might not be compatible. Anyways, I truly believe that. So, I'm sorry if that ruined your day. However, <laughs> let me know if you agree. Anyways, moving on. I did some research this week because I was just intrigued by something I saw on social media about money and like how much money puts you in the top 1% of your area. So I live in Utah, so that's what we're basing it off of. So the top 1% only makes $577,024 a year. I know I said only, like that's still a lot of money, but I thought it was going to be like double that, dude. I feel like obviously that's hard, okay? That's not an easy... Like, obviously, it's the top 1% for a reason. I just thought it was going to be way higher. I was literally mind-blown. And most people, I put a poll up on my Instagram, most people thought it was higher, too. So that was pretty fun. Uh, 
A couple other pieces of information for you. So the top 5% in Utah makes $239,222 a year. And that also blew my mind because that's like half the amount of money of the top 1% in the top 5%. So, which I feel like, I mean, I just, I just was mind blown, honestly. That was like low balling it for me. Anyways, a so I'm 22. So my age demographic, 20 to 24-year-olds, the top 1% in the United States, makes $150,000 a year. And then Connecticut had the highest 1%, making $955,261 a year, which I thought that was going to be closer to what Utah makes. Obviously, my perception is extremely skewed and incorrect. However, that was a fun thing to learn. Anyways, done with numbers for a minute. Uh, We're going to take a pause because I feel like I bring this up every effing episode. And I know some of y'all get sick of my positivity because it's like overwhelming however people need to be nicer dude what is the reason for being so mean causing so much drama being nothing but problems just be nice compliment people smile at people i don't understand one you have no idea what other people are going through so why are you going to be judgmental and i do i know utah has like really nice people but i do feel like there is a set level of judgment that's like acceptable here because some standards just due to the culture are really high so it's easy to like judge people based on what you have grown up around but like you just need to take a breather and realize everyone's going through something stop judging people and just be nice like you don't understand the power that you have by just being nice to someone. Like go out of your way to compliment people tomorrow or today if you're listening to this in the morning. And one, your day will be better. And two, you could literally save someone's life with that, okay? It's that simple. You could save someone's life by smiling at them and saying something nice. Um, okay, if you want a little science behind that, I did do a little bit of research. Being nice, being positive, being kind releases oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, and endorphins in your brain. And, like, when by being nice and meaning, like, smiling, complimenting people, I already said that. So, these are the happy chemicals in your brain. They're responsible for your motivation, your affection, your connection, your pleasure, your love. So... Being nice is like a learned practice nowadays because it's so easy. We're all like stuck behind a screen. We all decide to have big freaking mouths behind a screen. So it's hard because you're conditioned to like judge people on social media. You're seeing the best of the best. So then in real life, like you're like, what the hell? Anyways, being nice takes some practice for a minute. But you need to practice it, okay? So that's your challenge for today because I'm sick of seeing people be so mean. It makes me sad. Anyways, um, like literally, I used to cry every day because of the things that like I was told and the way I was treated. And like now I cry like tears of joy because of the absence of it. Like it just changes people's lives when you're nice, okay? That's it. That's it. Just be nice, okay? Thanks. Sorry. I'm like being aggressive right now because I just... People just need to be nicer. I don't know. Anyways, today we're talking about the law of attraction. So buckle up. Let's do this. 
Okay, so what is the law of attraction? This is the basis that a person's thoughts determine their reality. I, you already have heard this shit from me before, okay? But I feel like this deserves a whole episode because the law of attraction is so prominent, especially now with manifestation being talked about as widely as it is. And it's a lot more accepted, I feel like, nowadays. So... The law of attraction goes hand in hand with manifestation, which you already know I'm all about it. So this like positivity is going to breed positivity, vice versa. Negativity is going to breed negativity and you are who you surround yourself with. I feel like this is honestly skipped over in a lot of these conversations. You are who you surround yourself with. If you don't like the people that you surround yourself with, if you like find yourself being like, ugh. I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to be with this person. I don't want to hang out with this person. Like, you probably possess a lot of the qualities that you dislike about that person that you're complaining about. Um, because, like, energies transfer. So your energy, you absorb the people's energies around you, right? And your energies influence your thoughts, your words, your actions. So you need to be extremely intentional with that because it's so much more powerful than like you even recognize until it's actually happening. Anyways, utilizing the law of attraction happens whether you try to or not. It goes hand in hand with the universe and like it's just gonna happen. The things you surround yourself with, the content you consume, every single thing is going to influence what you're attracting into your life, whether you're trying to or not. Like I have recognized a pattern of self-sabotage that I have been stuck in and that's honestly it's because I'm learning to navigate this co-parenting situation and every other weekend I don't have my daughter and I find myself with a to-do list that just doesn't get done because I'm sad I don't have my daughter so it's like I'm attracting this energy into my life of not being productive and I'm not productive anyways that's an example and I'm being more intentional this weekend. I actually got a lot done and it was way fun. So be intentional. That is step one. However, I'm going to give you five tips and being intentional is one of them. So you're going to hear about that in a minute. I'm going to give you five tips to intentionally utilize the law of attraction. Because like I said, it's going to happen whether you want to or not. But if you're intentional about it, you can kind of utilize it to your advantage. So number one, practice gratitude. I know that I say this every single episode, but deadass, gratitude will change your life, okay? It will. I know. I know. Money, I've heard it before. Then do it, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Just be grateful. This is something that you literally have to train your brain to do. We have grown up in a society that is ungrateful for everything. People are so entitled nowadays when you don't deserve to be, okay? practice gratitude right now think of five things that you're grateful for from yesterday think of five things that you're grateful for from today and there's 10 things you're grateful for waking up is one of them you woke up today you have the health enough to at least be awake and alive if you're unhappy you should be grateful for the fact that you have emotions to feel okay maybe turn your frown upside down let's work on your unhappiness However, there's so many things to be grateful for, dude. And this weekend, uh, the Provo Freedom Festival has a hot air balloon launch. And it was so peaceful. I got there at like 5.45 one day. 
And it's so early in the morning. I had a nice hot cup of coffee with me. And literally, it was amazing. I just got to, like, ground myself in the grass and practice my gratitude. Changed my weekend. It was amazing. So I strongly recommend, one, practice your gratitude. I know you're going to listen to me say that every single episode, and I don't even feel bad because it will literally change your life. That single-handedly has morphed my life from me being sad all the time and like stuck in a situation that was not no bueno to like just being happy and free and content and loving life okay it will change your life I promise you anyway step two you're gonna look for positivity and I had a conversation with my family today and one of them mentioned how this can look toxic to people who are constantly used to the negative energy your positivity if it's intentional if it's honest and like if you're actually positive and practicing it correctly right it's not toxic positivity however to people who are constantly used to gossiping with you who are constantly used to a negative energy around you they will think it's toxic and it's easy to slip back into old habits so this is something you need to really focus on and like here's an example on Monday we went boating and the boat was having issues and my uncle felt so bad he wanted to take us out boating and like I was just grateful to be there right I was happy to be there the positive flip to that situation was we all got to spend the day as a family right we all got to hang out up at the cabin and it was fun and then on our way home from that boating situation we got a flat tire (laughs) and that was super shitty right that ruined my dad's day like that was hard he drives a new mach e and electric vehicles don't generally come with a spare tire because they try and keep the weight off and so we learned that there was no spare tire however the electric pump that came with the vehicle had like fix a flat in it and that was cool the silver lining for me was I got to learn how to change a tire, right? Like, I took a smile out of that situation and was like, yo, this is dope. I got to learn how to change a tire today. This is such a cool lesson. Obviously, no one else had a good time. They had to change a tire. We had to sit on the side of the road as it was getting dark. We were out way later than we wanted to be. But it's truly just about finding positive aspects of even shitty situations because everyone encounters shit everyone has bad days everyone has hard situations you have to realize that is making you grow you need it you need the shit you need the hard situations you need the stuff that you don't want because that is the only place you grow uncomfortable feelings breed growth and a new mindset and a different perspective a shift in your freaking everything so Learn to appreciate your shitty situations because they're not going anywhere. Hopefully you learn your lesson, right? Hopefully you're not having the same shitty situation over and over again. However, it's not the end of the world. Life goes on. Things keep going. One thing that I do live by is everything works out. Everything will always work out. If it's not working out for you, better's coming. Okay? Look up. Look up. You're moving forward. You're going. Life moves on. Okay, there's a brand new day tomorrow. The sun is shining. I, this is like the most cliche shit, but it's so true. Go get some sunshine. The sunshine will change your life too. Anyways, step three in our five tips to intentionally utilize the law of attraction is identify your negativity. 
and identify the negativity around you. One, I already mentioned this, you are who you surround yourself. So first step in this is you're going to audit the people you spend time with. Are they negative? Are they gossiping? Do they only consume negative content? Do they make you feel shitty? Do they not support you? And then turn it in on yourself. Do you gossip? Do you talk shitty? Do you intentionally consume negative content? You need to really look and pinpoint the negative aspects of your life that are dragging you down. The negativity that you are allowing is decreasing your frequency for positive things to come in. Okay, you're not going to be receptive to positive opportunities when all you can think about is shit. So you need to identify the negative aspects of your life. That is step three. Next is be intentional. I know we already talked about this, but being intentional and being present. I know I say the same shit half my podcast episodes, uh, but it's true and you need to just hear it over and over again or else you're going to forget. So be intentional, be present, set your phone down, ground yourself. Okay. I have been practicing grounding outside every day for the past couple of weeks and I like to go out as soon as the sun is up over the mountains right in front of my apartment and which is like 8 a.m okay so it's not even like I'm getting up at the freaking ass crack of dawn to do this shit you can do it whenever take your socks off take your shoes off don't stand on concrete that's not the same you need to stand in dirt you need to stand in grass and just soak up some sunshine practice your gratitude while you're grounding yourself outside I promise you it will change your perspective it will change your life it will release, it will just make you happier. You feel a weight lift off your shoulders, okay? Be intentional, be present. I feel like a lot of the issues that arise come with just not being present. One thing that I like to remember is if you are sad, if you're depressed, you're thinking about the past, okay? If you are anxious, if you're an anxious person, you're thinking about the future, And you're most content when you're just living in the moment. A lot of the time, we forget to live in the moment. We're too overwhelmed. We're too overstimulated with everything going on around us. We forget that, like, we have a body as a home. We forget that, like, we can take a deep breath and reset our situation so that we can be comfortable. And I feel like practicing being present takes a minute. I've had a hard time with it in the past. And... I think our addiction to technology is part of it because we're always searching for the next best thing. We're always on scrolling, death scrolling. These I already know, I've told you this a million times, we're already scrolling these short form video content that are literally altering how your brain works, how your attention span is. You can't even focus on a conversation for four seconds, let alone be present for a couple hours at a time. So you have to rewire your brain back to being able to function in a normal freaking society. People are not death scrolling TikTok all effing day. Not the people you should wanna be around at least. So think about that, be intentional, be present. Put your phone down for a minute today. I think the, so my like rule of thumb is the first like two, three hours of my morning, no electronic zone. Unless I'm turning on a podcast um, or reading a book on my Kindle, the phone needs to stay off, right? The TV stays off. Background music, I can turn on my Alexa without actually having to like death scroll my music either. And then the same thing, as soon as it's dinner time, the phone goes away for the night. And you'll sleep better because you will not be consuming blue light so close to your bedtime. 
So try to implement these little things. Even if it's just an hour in the morning and an hour at night, give yourself time to reset. And that's a perfect time to read, practice your gratitude, listen to a podcast, better yourself. If you spend two hours a day intentionally focusing on educating yourself, you will be in the top 0.01% of your age group. I guarantee it. People are lazy and not motivated, so it's not that hard. Anyways, number five is auditing the content you consume. Um, I know I've already talked about this in this episode and a bunch of episodes before this. Instagram and TikTok are altering your attention span. You are literally wiring your brain to receive a dopamine hit every seven seconds when you swipe. Every, however often you swipe, however quick. If it's five seconds, it's five seconds. You're changing your attention span because you're getting a dopamine hit every time you swipe, boom, instant release, right? However, that's instant gratification and you have no discipline. I've talked about motivation and discipline in other episodes. This is something that has become so normalized in our society. When people start not doing this, that's when they are like ostracized. Like you hear people say, no, I don't have social media. And you're like, what? You're living under a rock. That's crazy. I like social media because it provides community, right? There's a lot of connection that can happen. But a lot of people are addicted to their cell phones, their social media, everything, and have no self-control over turning it off and turning it on because they're so addicted to that instant gratification. And some people use it for bad, right? Some people use it to compare themselves on social media and constantly just like look down on themselves because they're scrolling this highlight reel and comparing their worst to people's best like get it together dude instagram tiktok it's not real life no social media form will always 100 percent of the time portray any amount of real life it is a highlight reel everything is edited there's filters that literally change your face shape to look different cover all your zits and everything okay So audit the content you consume, and that includes the movies that you're watching, the music that you're listening to. One of my goals this year was to stop listening to, like, sad, freaking dramatic music because that 100% was dampening my mood, right? So changing my music out also changed my life, and that's something you need to look into, right? Listen to different music. If you're noticing that you're listening to the same sad, depressing music all the time and you're sad and depressed, start with the content you're consuming. Your music, your TV shows, your the people that you're following, you should be doing like an audit of the people that you're following on social media like once or twice a month, okay? Like inevitably, you will find, you'll follow someone and then three months later, you're going to scroll through their content and you're going to be like, I don't even enjoy this. Like you're going to find something nitpick. So audit, remove the shit that you don't enjoy. Uh, A quote that I saw on social media recently was from Timothy Chalamet and he was in an interview and he said, life is coming from you, not at you. And that is something that I constantly replay back in my head. A lot of the times we are attracting negativity into our life because we have a victim mindset. Oh, this happened to me. No, you set yourself up for that situation for X, Y, and Z reasons. There's probably multiple reasons why you ended up in a situation you didn't freaking like. And you know that's 100% true. Another quote that I heard is, everyone is self-made. Every single person is self-made. You only hear the successful people talk about it 
because you don't want to admit to yourself that your sadness, that you're stuck in a toxic situation is your fault. Unfortunately, I'm going to be brutally honest with you right now. Everything that happens in your life is your fault. There's an episode that I have that's called, it is not your fault. It's not always your fault, but it is always your problem. That's 100% true. You set yourself up for situations, whether something that happens is your fault or not, you're in that situation. Life is coming from you, not at you. Stop playing the victim. Get up off your ass. Do something about it. Stop complaining. That is attracting negativity into your life. You're doing it to yourself. Anyways, I am a strong believer in the butterfly effect, which it's also called the chaos theory. And the illustration of this is badass because it's the chaos theory is the scientific study using mathematics to like explain surprises, coincidence, accidents, nonlinear and unpredictable events. And if you look at the like mathematical illustration, it looks like a butterfly. I'm going to put it in my blog post. It'll be on my Instagram. Take a look. It is freaking dope. So the butterfly effect is when a butterfly flaps its wings somewhere, a hurricane or something else could be happening somewhere far away. You know, they're correlated, even though they're not correlated. Um, and what's meant to be will be, right? Whatever's happening is going to happen. That's, I strongly believe that. Anyways, the way that this relates to the law of attraction is you are going to attract certain energies and that is like the butterfly flapping its wings. It's going to happen naturally. You will attract certain energies based off of your frequencies. And something you need to remember is if you are constantly, I, this is the basis of the entire episode. If you're surrounding yourself with negative people, you're bringing in negativity. You are flapping the butterfly's wings to just float the negativity in your freaking direction. Another thing to remember is you're going to attract what you think you're deserving of. You will cap out. That's a simple fact of life. If you have limiting beliefs, you will not surpass them. You have to rearrange your mindset. You have to fix where your freaking head is at in order for any form of progress in that situation. You will limit yourself based off of what you think you're deserving of. If you don't think, like bringing it back to the money conversation earlier, if you don't think you can make the top 1%, if you don't think you're deserving of the top 1%, you won't get there. You simply won't. You will limit yourself. You'll cap yourself. You will cut yourself off. You will self-sabotage till the day you die. I promise you. Um, one thing that I like to try and remember is the influence of what you attract is going to have a much larger scale effect than you can even imagine. You influence so many people. And I know you're like, no, I don't. I don't have any friends. No, I don't. I don't even talk to people. I'm so secluded. Blah, blah, blah. Every single thing someone does influences someone else. Whether you think so or not. And being a parent has really illuminated that because when you're a parent, every single thing you do affects your child. They are sponges. They con- they consume more than I can even comprehend. Romy, like... Her little mannerisms, I have to like intentionally do everything because she will pick up on everything. Every single thing you do is going to influence someone, even if you're not a parent. 
every single person in passing, whether you think they notice you or not, I know I've told you before, like people don't pay that close attention, but they still pay attention. People will notice you passing. People are going to notice if you have a freaking negative energy around you. People are going to notice if you're a freaking ray of sunshine and you're happy and you positively influence other people's lives. People will gravitate towards the positive aspects, the positive people, the positive experience. People are hungry for more, generally speaking, okay? The majority of people want to live a good life. They will gravitate towards what can show them that. And you're going to attract it into your life if that's what you can freaking manage to do. So one final thing I want to say is if you want to do something you've never done, you have to become someone you've never been. This ties into the law of attraction because if you want to attract the things that you've never done, if you want to attract new opportunities, you are going to have to make changes. One, it's going to start with discipline. Discipline trumps literally everything else. Consistency is key. If you do not have the self-discipline to maintain consistency on a habit you want to make, your habit won't stick. If you cannot maintain consistency and discipline on eating healthy, you're not going to lose the weight you want to lose. If you, like, everything is influenced by your decisions. I feel like this is common sense. However, apparently it's not. So I hope you learned something from this. The law of attraction. I'm a strong believer in the law of attraction. I love the butterfly effect. I've got a butterfly tattoo. It's one of my faves. And I just want you to remember, everything that you do is going to attract something into your life. So be intentional with it. If you want positivity, be positive. If you don't mind living miserably and you don't care about being negative, then continue to live your sad little miserable life. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you learned something. Share it with someone who needs a little mindset kick in the ass. And I'll see you on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the By Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.